Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. A day later, I get a call from a guy with a very thick Texas accent who uh, wants to A, give me a sports quiz, which if I pass, uh, he's then interested in hiring me. And he offers me a job in Port Arthur, Texas for $160 a week. And I said, well, yeah, that's something I would like to do, but uh, I'm going to have to ask my mommy and daddy if it's okay. So... <laughs> Back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. How you feeling? I, tried I won. To do that. I, I won. <laughs> I won. <laughs> tried to do it like, how you doing? I did it. I won. How you feeling? What did you win, Roxy? Uh, uh, the Loyal Littles Bracket Challenge? I mean, no, but I picked UConn, so that's pretty, pretty <laughs> close to winning. <laughs> Actually, Roxy's... Flying high here. Okay. I came in fourth. She just flew in from New Orleans and then <laughs> you technically we're gonna give you the tide for third. I'm sorry. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna word it that way. But technically she came in fourth. Yeah, but I picked some really wacky numbers for the final score. You so really did. So it didn't it didn't push you, me over the edge. You had UConn in the hundreds, I believe. Yeah, I think 103 to 99. Which, you know, I told her, she you didn't even watch that, right? Which is crazy because you were in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, Congre- first of all, shout out, congratulations, LSU, on the women's side for sure. taking home the women's title. Mm-hmm. And they did score over 100 points. So that was very impressive. So I had, I was close, just <laughs> not <laughs> Roxy, <laughs> you kicked my ass. That's all I'm going to say. You kicked, I kicked Tiny a lot Chuck's of people's ass. asses. Ritz's butt. I mean, as far as for the host, you definitely came out on top. Tied mm-hmm. for fourth, or mm-hmm. tied for third, mm-hmm. came in technically fourth because of the tiebreaker. Stupid tiebreaker. And the Loyal Littles Podcast Bracket <laughs> Challenge. Now, we know you want to know who else won, but we'll get to I that I did. I want to know who actually won. I want to know who actually won. Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit because we got some emails. <gasps> because our last guest, Andy Poley, Andy Polin, Andy Poley, as the Littles like to say, just some great feedback. I wanted to get a few of these out there. Mo Warner, episode 86. Nice job with the TK interview. You had me for a minute. We forgot about the TK <laughs> interview. I? Cool. We had quite a few, actually. We had some big, you know, Joe Arrow admitted it. Whoa. And, uh, there were a couple others, too. They, yeah, yeah. He said, loved hearing fellow BCC battling Baron Andy Poley on the pod. Others who graduated from my high school include the great Zucchini. David Stern from Home Alone, okay. not the other David Stern. And Davis Simon. Who's uh, the other David Stern? From NBA, the commissioner. Oh. <laughs> and then also Davis Simon, and he's famous for The Wire, which we don't really watch. Oh, We've yeah. never watched mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right, so then we hear from Kim Wilson. Two L's. Episode 36. Fun fact, the Scott mentioned in your most recent episode with Andy Polin was also my general manager at two different radio clusters. As was mentioned... Don't burn your bridges. Ah. I love that one. All right. Then we hear from Tony Beeson, episode nine. Love the interview. Was not taking notes, though. It was a challenge to keep up with the names of all the people interviewed by Mr. Polly's journey. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we heard from Adam Jameson, episode 142. Heard Andy today on the pod. He mentioned Steve Allen. I'm a big Steve Allen fan. I had two nicknames growing up, AJ and Young Jack Kerouac. I think that's what it says. Yeah. Is that right? Jack Kerouac. How do you right? know that? I've heard the name before. I don't know. I've <laughs> just heard the name. Should give it a listen, Chuck. As a professional musician, I think you will appreciate it. He sent a, a picture of the CDs. Oh, okay. That he was like, you really should. Then we heard from Lee Gordon, episode 80. A David Aldridge moment with one of the names from Andy's journey. I worked with Dennis Horgan 
and his brother Tim many years ago. Oh. I mean, it's as Tony says, the connective tissue is just off the charts. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy. So, all right. So lots to get into, Roxy. We're coming up to the championship final bracket name winner and all that stuff. Okay. But first, we have a tiny little suggestion. And it's kind of go under announcements, but it's um, Dan Reichel, episode 182. Uh, he was the fellow that did the 162 catches with 162 different people. Mm-hmm. It ended at Yankee Stadium. He ended up with 163 because he got to do the last catch with, well, I don't remember if his last one was his dad, but that was what it was. But he also got to have a catch with Aaron Judge. Yeah. I mean, that was so freaking cool. Well, he had a Facebook update about his wife, Megan, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And unfortunately, it wasn't a great update. And it was suggested to us by a listener. They had a GoFundMe page out there uh, because she's in need of some new equipment and some updated equipment uh, for her to be able to get around and stuff like that. It's up there and it was suggested that we just post the link Mm -hmm. and mention it here on the podcast. Whatever you can do to help, I'm sure would be greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. We will have the GoFundMe link in our notes. Uh, I'm sure you could just go to GoFundMe and search Megan Reichel, and it's M-E-G-A-N-R-E-I-S-C-H-E-L, and all the information will be there, and just, you know, whatever you can do to help. Yeah. I think it's a great suggestion. Yes. And it's our tiny little suggestion Mm -hmm. today, so we'll have that in the show notes. There's no amount is too little, and, you know, Dan, we're thinking of you, and we're giving Megan our best. Yeah. And our thoughts. All right, Roxy, let's get to it, shall we? Yes. Championship final bracket name winner. But first, we're going to do our regular winners. But okay. most importantly, let's not forget, this is now sponsored by Larry Marshall from Foothill Collective. Yes. So make sure you head over to Etsy, search Tony Kornheiser or foothillscollective.etsy.com and make sure you get your coasters. Yeah. Uh, if you weren't lucky They're enough awesome. to be one of these people that we're about to announce because we're going to give out some coasters. All right. Let's start with last place. Okay. Because I think that's hard. I do. It is tough, right? It's really difficult, Mm -hmm. especially this year Mm -hmm. (laughs) with all the upsets that we had and Mm -hmm. everything. Our winner is Groggy in 2-3. So it's Groggy in 23 is what it said. (laughs) Now, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that's Tony Beeson. I think I saw a post on Twitter somewhere, Mm -hmm. something like that. They were talking about it or something like that. So if I'm not mistaken, that's Tony Beeson. So congratulations. If it's not, please correct us uh, right in whoever Groggy in 23 is. Tony, if it is you, please let us know. All right, then uh, should we just go to the first place? Sure. Okay. Now this is what it says. Now we don't know this person. This is not a little we've met. So we need to meet them. The name on the ESPN site was Twitter. And then it's Evan... Ketman and it's K-E-T-T-M-A-N-N. And then it just says ESPN and a lot of numbers. So that is the person. He had UConn to win it all. And it was actually really close. He only won by 20 points. Whoa. So all those early on games that people, eh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, it matters. It he won sure by 20 does. points. So he wins our big prize. <laughs> and then finally, I think this is the one a lot of people are waiting for. Our bracket name winner. Are you ready, Roxy? I am so excited. Do you I've remember been who it was? This was the only one that all six of us picked. Yeah. The only one. So this was an easy way to figure mm-hmm. out who the best name for this year's bracket challenge from the Loyal Littles podcast. The winner is Chessie Ate My Bracket. It's so cute. It's very cute. It's yeah. so cute. I like it because it ties in the big show. Yeah. Ties in our show. Yeah. I like it. That was the only one that we all picked. And so it I has Jesse in it. And it has Jesse in it. Of course. So whoever that is, 
let us know and we'll send you your small um, uh, you mediocre know, prize. Email us wtfcpodnet at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us through the website which is loyallittlespod.com and just mail a little proof of that that's you and uh, we'll uh, take it from there <laughs> what would that be what what would that be well they can sh- their screen account oh um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you last year's winner <laughs> I forget who it was was it one of the Moffats I don't remember but he was I was like Bru- I, no you, you've I believe given you. way too much proof <laughs> I was like, well, no, because I get it. Because anybody could say, hey, that was mine, you know? And uh, I just felt bad because I felt Social like we security were. security number? Well, I felt like we were being accusatory or something. I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's great. That's great. He's like, Do you, if you need any more proof, let me know. I was like, okay, no, 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 we're good. We're good. So I, I, I don't remember who it was. But anyway, it was really cute. So, all right, Roxy, before we get to our great Meet the Littles guest, let's get to some thank yous. Okay. We have first, we got a box of that while you were gone. We sure did. You're lucky there was anything left. I am left. so lucky. I have the best. <laughs> Husband <laughs> sitting right here because for Roxy was off waiting for me, prancing around New Orleans with her little bachelorette party. It was having great. Plenty of beverages. It was well, great. We're going to talk about that. It was in a great. Second. But um, <laughs> meanwhile, Chuck, I think Jason knew. Jason Ufima, he knew. I think I was alone and I needed some beverages. For those of you that don't remember, Jason was episode two hundred one. We heard all about his Shy Bear Brewing Company. Yep. And also his Rich Coast Coffee Company. Yes. And so go to episode 201, take a listen to that. And he sent us some samples. Yeah. So he sent us some adult beverages. And some family-friendly beverages. So some root beer, some adult beverages. Mm-hmm. Be very jealous. Todd Takei. I already, Todd Takei was like the first one I messaged. And yeah. I, said, I sent him a picture of what was sent yeah. to me. And uh, and then he sent us some coffee, which is great. So, oh, he sent us coffee? Yes. You didn't tell me that. I was in the picture. I sent you a picture of the box. I didn't open. Uh, listen. Well, you were busy. Okay. Well, that's not my problem. <laughs> so I did save her. Definitely saved her one a uh, root beer. Yeah. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I did already try the coffee, but there's plenty left. There's still okay. more left. Okay. So we'll do that. But yeah, don't forget episode two hundred one and head on over to Shy Bear Brewing Company, uh, shybearbrewing.com, or he's on Twitter at shybearbrewing. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. It's I, we haven't tried everything yet. No, the root beer is great. Yeah, yeah. I haven't tried any of the other I stuff yet. I liked it a lot. So we're gonna have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then another huge, huge thank you to David Spector. Yes. He used the code, Roxy. He did. He used the code. Remember, we said if you want to become a supporter of the podcast, you can do that by heading over to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Scroll to the bottom. It'll take you where you need to go. You can support the podcast for as little as ninety-nine cents a month. And if you don't like the reoccurring thing, which is what David did, he went over to our Venmo page, used the code LLPOD, and he just gave us a one-time donation there. So we really appreciate that. Thank you, David Spector from Bells Up Winery. And don't forget, bellsupwinery.com or follow him on Twitter at Bells Up Winery. All right, Roxy, that's all the business we have. Tell us about your trip real quick. Oh, it was amazing. New Orleans is probably one of the grungiest cities I've ever been to, but <laughs> it was can so I tell much the, fun. One of the texts I got. Oh, little, my gosh. She's like, does it always smell this bad? <laughs> it smells said. like poop. Well, because there's a lot of horses. and ca- You said you didn't see any. I think it's because they allow open containers. Yeah, right. So when we were on Frenchman Street, oh, my gosh, like there were empty bottles and cans and cups like all over the place that reeked of various different alcohol beverages. And I think that's part of why, I mean, they were sitting on top of trash cans. Like the trash cans were closed and they were sitting on the top of the top of the trash can. Oh, so the trash cans weren't overflowing. I guess. No, they they weren't, but they were closed. 
And so people were. Oh yeah, yeah they, they just, were just yeah. like Roxy. It's. I'm like, what is happening? Like I said, I think I've mentioned that on the podcast before. I've been there multiple times, and yeah. I've been there for almost all the. The only thing I haven't been there, as far as I'm concerned, is Mardi Gras. I've been there for New Year's. Mm-hmm. I've been there for Halloween. Have which you been is there for Jazz one. Fest? What is that? I don't know. Apparently, people are like, <laughs> "Are you there for Jazz Fest?" <laughs> No, like, I'm sure I don't it's think great. so. I just don't think of that as one. Maybe it's one of the big days. I don't know. Maybe. But like I said, I was there for Halloween, which was crazy. Oh, my gosh. What? I just realized. What? I just realized. We had one of those king cake things. Oh, okay. Okay. And we split it on uh-huh. the last morning. Okay. And guess who got the baby you Jesus? You got the baby? I got the baby Jesus. The baby Jesus? That's no. what they were calling it. It's a no, baby. It's the baby. I thought it was the baby New Year. Oh, well, it's a naked little baby figurine. So <laughs> Did you say baby Jesus. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Little help it us. It could be. Help I us. don't know. I'm probably yeah. wrong, but I don't think I don't think it's a baby Jesus. I got the baby doll. We we apologize if we dad. offended anyone. Wait. Easter's coming up. That's <laughs> Roxy. Let's get out of here before we get into too much trouble. Oh, no, I dropped it. <laughs> oh no, I dropped the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Littles, don't go anywhere. We have a great meet the Littles guest. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Bob Sproul from Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network, your best bet in podcast entertainment. by a band called Miscast, and this song is called That's What She Said. Now, we've played this before, but we thought we'd bring it back with all of Roxy's That's What She Said comments in the last couple episodes. We had a lot of fun. We first aired this on episode 24 when it was Sully from Boston as our Meet the Littles guest because he's in the band. If you like what you hear, you can find all their stuff on Spotify and Bandcamp. Just head over there and search Miscast. That's M-I-S. C-A-S-T. And as always, we'll play the full song. That's what she said at the end of the podcast. Guess I'll have to be flexible. That's what she said. All you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles and Roxy. Chuck. A short one. I don't a know if he's short. One. Well, I don't know if he's short. His name's short. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast, Cam. Hey, Cam, how's it going? Doing well, Chuck and Roxy. La cheeserie to everybody. La cheeserie yes. to you. Now we have to ask about the name right away. You said when you write into the big show, it's just Cam, like Madonna, right? 
Yeah, something like that. I said, we're both icons. I'm an icon on a much smaller level than like Madonna or Elvis, but it's just been the one name. It's not that great of a story. Uh, growing up, a small town in western Pennsylvania, there were three Jasons. Ah. And so we all went to the same church, all went to the same school, happened to be all be in the same kindergarten. <laughs> so we kind of all end up going by our last names. And my last name's Cameron. And then over time, it just got shortened to Cam. So anytime any of the three of us were together, wherever around, it went, for, you know, nobody's Jason. It's, and we've all, our names have gotten shortened over time. So it was Oak, Scat, and Cam. And it just has always clicked. Even my mother calls me Cam now. So okay. it's just, it's, wow. I guess, once I get that stamp of approval, you're good to go. Now, yeah. ironically, Littles, the funny part is, when I asked him twice, I said, so now how do you want to, you, you said it's Cam. And I said, and then I thought about it. I'm like, well, how am I going to introduce him? I said, should I just do Cam? You're like, Cam. So here I'm thinking it's this big secretive thing about your name. And then you just not even subtly basically gave up your name like four <laughs> times in that explanation. So yeah. we're still going to call you Cam. Yes. But now we know it's Jason, Jason Cameron. Jason Cameron, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's no secrets here. You know, nothing's, <laughs> nothing's, I'm not in the witness protection program or anything. We're okay, good. good. Now, good. just for future out there, Littles, if you have little ones, I just got to say i personally think you guys could have been much more cooler and hipper if you just went with j jj and triple j interesting <laughs> the three kids in kindergarten that's what i owed have been like jj triple j i'm just j huh. i don't know anyway huh we're, we're major sidetrack here wow. sorry littles <laughs> as you know cam we always just turn it over to you take a second introduce yourself to all the littles out there tell us a little something about yourself and how kindergarten went for you and all that stuff <laughs> kindergarten went that's a long time ago <laughs> So yeah, I said, I am, I'm in uh, my 22nd year of being in education. Like I guess mentioned I'm from Western Pennsylvania, a huge Steelers fan, all things Western PA, Pirates, Penguins, but most of the Steelers. In fact, my daughter's middle name is Steel. Uh, that was the only naming rights I got in the entire process. I was willing to take that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but I moved to Delaware, you know, Tony's uh, summer home in back in 01. I'm in, and I was working in more central Delaware at that point. And throughout my career, I've kind of gone, gone a little bit more south. And now I'm part of the Seaford School District. I think I'm going on five or six years there now. It, it all starts to run together, especially since COVID. Right. Uh, Mr. Tony's over in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. That's the eastern side of Sussex County. They've got the surf and the sand and the money. And I'm on the western side of Sussex County where we've got the chickens and the farms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, you probably have heard him mention Vanderwinds a time or two uh, that he stops there to get ice cream. Uh -huh. so that's actually in the town I live in, Bridgeville. And so that's in that town. And I, you know, one of my great moments of my life when I had one of my emails read on the show was when he got to, he was coming to Delaware and 16 was just closed. And he went to that Rural Forms. And that was my David Aldridge moment when I said, I know that Rural Forms. <laughs> You know, I, I stopped there actually elementary school just on the other side of 13 there by that Royal Farms. And I was principal of that elementary school for a number of years. Cool. So I have to ask. OK, so I'm making faces at Roxy here. Uh, <laughs> so you grew up in Pennsylvania. Yes. And you now live in Delaware. Yes, sir. Now, we haven't got maybe we'll get into that. Well, let's go there next. I'm going to come back to this. Now, where'd you go to school and all that stuff? So as far you know, in college, I graduated from the University of Pittsburgh, held a pit. Okay. And so back where I was from in Western Pennsylvania, in order to get a teaching job back in the late 90s, early 2000s when I graduated, is basically somebody had to die and will it to you. Oh, wow. So I was looking for a job, and I substituted for a year and a half back in Pennsylvania. 
was engaged at that time and was like, okay, got to do something. Interviewed for a position in Delaware, uh, got the job. And I actually interviewed like on August 1st and moved down here and was able to start my first day without students, you know, like orientation and Mm -hmm. stuff like that on August 17th. I still don't know how we did all that, but, you know, moved down here and I taught middle school ELA for five years. And then in the course, I started going for my master's to go to the administration world. And I spent two years as a dean of students and then uh, was a elementary principal for a while. And I've done a little bit. Everything was uh, actually an assistant superintendent for a few years and then went back into the building. I was a middle school principal, as a high school principal, and now I'm a director of human resources. Wow. Is this something you always wanted to do, education? So I played sports all through school. And somewhere in my junior year, I realized that my career was coming to an end at the end of high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was going to play at the next level. And I thought, well, what do I want to do? I want to be able to still be around sports. That'd be to coach. What's the easiest way to coach? Teach. Yeah. And that's kind of how it got started. And then I started working with kids. I worked at the summer camp, not the great camps that Mr. Tony went to, of course. We were just day camps. And I just love being around kids. And I have five younger sisters. So I'm the oldest and I have five younger sisters. So I was always around kids in some capacity. Right. Just it was natural and the coaching added to it. And to be honest with you, the thing I probably like going into administration, the thing I miss the most is actually being able to coach. We just don't have the time to do it. So uh, gotcha. you know, I kind of lived through some sports with my kids and everything. You know, at some point we'll get back into doing some coaching at some point. I just don't know when it'll be. Okay. Wow. We're very similar in that aspect. That was one of the reasons I couldn't wait to go. My degree's in education as well. And I oh, wanted okay. to go just so I could coach volleyball mm-hmm. and other sports mm-hmm. possibly. But volleyball was my main sport in high school. That's kind of funny. It piqued my interest. Okay. Oldest of six. Yes. Okay. Uh, my dad um, got it right the first time. I kept going. <laughs> well, uh. I was going to – I feel like maybe we should get one of the sisters on here to just find out exactly what it was like growing up with camp. Because older brother – did boys even come over? Like that was just not happening, right? No, there wasn't a lot. And my mom and dad, actually, they, they got divorced my senior year of high school. Okay. So my dad remarried, and he, we, he had two. They're still my sisters, you know. Well, course, my half course, sister, but yeah. So they're very, they're much younger than me. In fact, uh, when I think uh, one's 20 years younger than me and one's like 22, maybe oh, wow. 22 or 23 years. And I remember when he told me that he was going to have another one. I said, I should be the one coming to you now saying, hey, right. you're going to be a grandfather, <laughs> not, hey, you're going to be a brother again. I said, you know, at some point, when, so that was a little bit of a different relationship. And actually, sure. uh, they see my sister, Angela, she was, I think, probably just like around four or five when I moved to Delaware. And so right. my youngest sister, Hannah, she uh, I wasn't even around her a whole yeah. lot yeah. Totally in, get it. in the course of time. But, you know, we're still, you know, I'm, I'm pretty close with all of them, you know, closer with a couple of them more than others. But yep. uh, yeah, you're the big it was, uh, it, the, yeah. And one of the, the great thrills, honestly, of sports in my life was uh, when I graduated. So I graduated high school, went to college. I started to help and coach the, like the elementary basketball program, then got to the middle school side and everything. But I would actually got to coach two of my sisters in both. Uh, well, got to coach one in middle school and high school, got to coach the other one just in high school. And oh, that's great. You know, it probably wasn't their fondest memories when it was going on. Right. <laughs> but when we get together now, we often talk about just how great of a time that was. And in fact, I think it was last week, got a picture texted to me and we had, this is how long ago, in 1997, we went 15 and 2. We won our conference in middle school. We got our picture in the paper. 
And so I got that picture texted to me and it's just, it, it brought a bunch, a whole bunch of texts with much folks like, man, how much good times that was, Aww. great memories. And then just led to other conversations about the times we spent together. But uh, yeah, it was, it, it seems, and it's crazy because it seems like a lifetime ago, but I guess it kind of has become a lifetime yeah. ago, longer than I want it to be, but such great memories. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally understand. I have a sister that's 16 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So same kind of thing. I didn't even know she was my sister growing up because she was gone, right. you know, before, but <laughs> As I say to people, I'm like, look, she changed my diaper. So she's my sister. I don't care. Um, (laughs) But ironically, and I was going to say, hopefully you didn't do this to your sisters. If you do the math, 16 years. So right about when I hit 21 and legal to drink, she was in her mid to late 30s. So to say she wanted to make up for lost time is putting it mildly. She's like, we're going out. We're going out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm studying. I'm doing this, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, so that's interesting. So I'm going to come back to this because the reason I have to say, Roxy and I keep looking at each other. It's an accent, something, okay? So you, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Delaware. It's almost, uh, is it a Boston accent? There's a little. I hear a little something in your voice. There's a little bit of like a Boston, New York, I feel like. Yeah. So I get that often. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Some some people will say Boston, some will say New York, some will say, are you from uh, Michigan or something like that? Mm. Um, It's really my Western PA twang is, is yeah. really okay. what it is. So okay. I'm gotcha. from Johnstown, PA. Johnstown. Is, so right. it's an hour. Yeah. So what I say, an, an hour this side, when I'm in Delaware here, so an hour this side of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. born and raised there. And it's funny because on our podcast, uh, you know, Talking Driveway, they often will make fun of the way I say things. Okay, now or, he's really going into it. Now you're turning it on. <laughs> now you're turning it on. I love it. Okay. No, it's great. Yeah. I, I'm really not trying to. It's just, it's just how I talk. But yeah, I love one it. of the funniest ones we had to deal with was, so, when I say tagger, it doesn't sound like T-I-G-E-R. I know it sounds like T-A-G-G-E-R. And so they always try to get me to talk about Tiger Woods or the Clemson Tiger, something like that. Right, right. When I was teaching eighth grade language arts, we would do the story, the lady or the tagger. And the kids would just look at me and it got to the point where they couldn't concentrate <laughs> because <laughs> – they just, Mr. Cameron, you got to stop. I mean, I said, but I said, I'm not doing this on purpose. It's how I talk. And, you know, we try to keep it together. So the story later became, we started calling the lady or the Volkswagen. So we would replace Tagger with Volkswagen the whole way through. And that would keep us going. But uh, so any students that had me in those five years, that's how it operated. Wow. Yeah. I, so I do have, I know, I don't really feel that I have an accent. Right, right. But they well, give me a hard time when I say stuff about dinner rolls. They say I say it wrong or like going there. Wrong. You're, gonna use You're just wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just glad we're not crazy because I was sitting here looking. I'm like, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing something. I'm like, that's why I asked again. I'm like, well, maybe you went to school in Boston yeah. or maybe you went to school somewhere. You know, I'm like, OK. No, but it's funny that you say like you don't think of yourself as having an accent. I grew up in Connecticut and I never thought Connecticut people had an accent. But I guess there is a certain way that we say certain words that it's kind of special to Connecticut. Absolutely. So, so it's interesting. All right. Now that we got the language barrier out of the way, <laughs> we need to take a quick break. Uh, but don't go anywhere because we've got a lot more to get into. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are lucky enough to have Cam with us. Yes. We got the language stuff figured out. Yep. So now we know where we're coming from. We know where the accent's from, yeah. all that good stuff. You already kind of went into your fandom. We know your Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, all that stuff. But when did you actually become a little and all that stuff? How'd you start listening to Tony? So it's kind of a little bit odd story. So when we were 
come in when we were started to move towards Delaware and come back forth, every once in a while I'd catch the radio show. You know, if we were going somewhere and I'd listen to that. And then, of course, PTI happened. And once PTI happened, it was like, how can I not listen to him? Because I just loved him and, and Wilbon on the on the show. And then I could realize that I could listen to the podcast from the radio days and of course, him starting his own podcast. So I've I've been a little for you know maybe a little bit before the PTI days, mm. but certainly all the way through since, and never miss a show. It's a go-to. I mean, right, obviously, right now, three days a week. Back pre-COVID days when it was five days a week. Yep. Always listen to it. It's a standard. Usually on the treadmill is the standard place or mowing the grass or something like that. But I always make sure I listen. And the, and the great thing about that the show is you can't get. I always feel you can't get too far behind. <laughs> because then you're always playing the catch-up game, yep. yeah. And you can't miss an episode because then you could be lost, right? Yep. But, Absolutely, uh, right. And nowadays but, with social yeah, media, you pretty much have to like, well, especially us. I basically try to listen the second it drops, right? Because there could be updated stuff about this For podcast us, yeah. or just in general. You know, it's like just, just things that stuff are important that to know. Littles want to talk about on our end, mm-hmm. and it's just like homework for me, and I love it. Yeah. It's like the best homework assignment yeah, I've ever I, had I, is making sure I, I listen I to ASAP. Yeah, I didn't think about that for you. That really has to be something you have to stay on top of by doing, you know, the podcast on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's also knowing that he dropped an episode because we don't drop right. the same day he that's does. The, that's and the there, other tricky part. There have been moments where, where he's just about to. Or I think one day I did drop and I immediately and then took, you it, took down. it down because as soon as you dropped <laughs> it, they released one. So. And that's just a si- silly thing. Not really silly. I, it's out of respect for the big show. Yeah. We just don't do that. Right. I, I don't want to. And we know we're not interfering with their listenership in any no. way. But no, it's just our thing. Yeah. So I always have to know. And we're not tight yet to the point where I get like emailed their schedule for the week or right. whatever. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. uh, but it's, you know, it's basically mostly Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So it's it's not too bad. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Uncle Tony, <laughs> as he always says, everybody everybody has a podcast okay and he still i still think he thinks it's a little weird that there's a podcast for his fans right you know right but we're here and this is what we're doing so now cam you have a podcast of course yes i'm fortunate to be the host of a podcast it's called talking in the driveway and it literally is basically what we do (laughs) what you would do if you were sitting around having a couple beers in the driveway and talking and so where it kind of all started was we, as a group of friends of mine, it was about five or six of us, and I think only maybe one of us is native to Delaware. And so we were all about the same age. I think we're almost all married to educators, so you know we all have kids about the same age. But we kind of all became family down here together. To, and you know how it is. You, you move somewhere and you don't know anybody and just kind of learn to help each other out. And we're, yeah. We're all really, we don't even consider ourselves friends. We consider ourselves family. I mean, my kids call all of them uncle. I, sure. and, yep. and, you know, and they, the same thing happens with me. So we would just have a driveway where we go to one, somebody's house. We'd sit in the driveway, have a couple beers and just talk. And we say, you know, we really ought to kind of think about doing a podcast or something like that. Cause we just, we have fun. So then the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and we weren't seeing each other. And so we were kind of getting on zoom like w- once a week, kind of talk to each other. I said, well, why don't we just try to do something? Hit record. Yeah. That's so yeah. And, and that's what we did. And it's, I would encourage people not to go back and listen to the first 10 or 15 shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel you. Cause it was, it was, it was rough. And, <laughs> but then we've kind of gone to a flow of things and like the big show, we talk a little, what's going on in our lives. We talk about sports. We usually have some form of topic that goes on uh, like 
Well, last week we were supposed to, we were going to give our, our rankings of our top five lunch meats. We've been trying to do this show for probably half a year where something comes up from, we, we tease like, Hey, next week's show, we're going to do the lunch meat and something happens. We don't do it. And it happened again this week. And I said to everybody, this is not a bit, this is not like Matt Damon getting bumped from Jimmy Kimmel here. Right. I said, we literally have just had different stuff come up that we, we haven't done it. And so I actually, we get a few emails and people are like, look, we know you're just messing around. I'm like, no, we're, I'm being, this is not a bit, <laughs> but it, it, it really is just, it, it started, I mean, the pandemic, it was like, it was a way to make sure that once a week right. we got together yeah. and just, you know, and, and kept things going and, you know, a really great, a great time doing it. We have some, uh, we've, we've gone a few sponsors and which has been a bonus. We, you know, we have a website, we was talking to driveway.com and you can buy different shirts and stuff like that. Similar to what, what the, the big show does, you know, mm-hmm. with Mr. Tony, we have a, for a long time, we have something goes on. We always give each other a hard time if somebody buys something, oh, you can't hide money. So you can buy a can't hide money shirt, you know, off the site nice. and mm-hmm. some different things. But really, I mean, any, we were joking one time, we said, look, if we had five people listen to this thing, I think we'd still do it because we just enjoy yep the time together and yeah. doing it. And sometimes it's, oh, can we find, we either record during the NFL season, we record on Tuesday nights, and then once the NFL's over, we record on Sunday nights. Okay. So it's kind of our, our standard. We do one show a week, and we just really, like I said, talk and enjoy it. And sometimes it even gets to the point, like, we get done. I used to stop getting recorded. Now I just let it run because there's stuff we put on there afterwards. Yep. Maybe some of our best stuff because we just start talking. Oh, and, yeah. and, oh, and, yeah. and, have, and have a good time. Yeah. Definitely. Wow, this is crazy. Now, have you been able to go back to, obviously, your recording stuff for the podcast, but do you get to go and be in a driveway with your friends sitting around hanging out? Yes, we've done that a, a few times. So the driveway actually started leading to, I, oh my goodness, five, my daughter's five. So I guess five years ago, it'd be six seasons ago, I put a poll in. So we have, during the summer, it's poll Fridays because most of us, well, a lot of my friends are still teachers, so they're off. Yeah. And then a couple of us are administrators, and most of the time we work four-day weeks in the summer. So we have pool Fridays. Everybody knows they can come to the house. It's open. You know, we're going to grill. We're going to we're gonna drink. And the pool is the best babysitter in the history of the world. Oh, yeah, for and sure. we sit back. And so that's kind of what they become. But there are still times where we sit out in the driveway. Uh, we, not Army, Army-Navy last year, not this year, because we were actually at the game this year. Uh, we actually did put the game, put a TV out in a the, in the driveway and sat in the driveway and watched it and it was it was good times and we this is went like right out of king of the hill that's awesome yeah. i love this remember that cartoon it's like it's friendships and neighborhoods it's amazing, yeah. and just like yeah it's i don't know to me like quintessential well summer chuck and me basically yeah. so we did this thing where we would make football picks uh-huh. we've done it for over 20 years and just two years mm-hmm. ago, someone suggested, like, have you ever just hit record on this thing? Because you do it. It's, like, scheduled. And it's to make sure that we talk once a week. Now, this is the guy that was the mm-hmm. it's Tiny Chuck on our podcast here. And, you know, he was the best man at our wedding and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. And now he, he just had a little kid. So not much podcasting for him. No. So we don't really do that anymore. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it sounds like that's such a great idea. Yeah. That's a really clever concept, too. I really yeah. like it. So do you yeah, ever we, allow the we, wives? Do they ever come in to play? Uh, my wife has come on. She, 
she gets referred to as Mrs. Host. <laughs> she has she has come on a, a time or two to, to clarify a few things. Okay. And yeah. and we actually we do a couple a winner's pool. So everybody gets to pick. It's a draft and it's based on if you get the first pick, you might then have the twentieth pick, but you get three NFL teams. Once the team's gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And whoever ends up having the most wins when you combine the three teams wins. So we actually record that podcast every – it's usually around Labor Day every year. Okay. Gotcha. And most of the times the wives are in the, in the back with us while we do it. And then we've, uh, we've taken it – we always say we joke – we've taken the show on the road. At Christmas time, we went on a little brewery tour in eastern Maryland. Ooh. And so at the one brewery we stopped, and we just tried different samples and, and talked, and that was the show that week. Oh, and nice. So we do football picks similar to you know probably what you're talking about there, Chuck. And the only thing is the winner – We've done it three years, and we pick, I think it's five games a week, and we base it on the, like, the national games, then one college game. But anyway, I digress. The winner gets to pick a tattoo for the loser. Oh, what? whoa, like a real one. Yes. Tiny Chuck, did you hear yes. that? <laughs> Stakes are going higher next year. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did it the, the first year in my uh, – well, his name on the show, we, we refer to him as uh, Call Sign Lightning. He won, and my buddy, the Flamingo – he lost, so he had to get a tattoo. And then the Flamingo repeated, not a way you wanted to repeat, the second year, and I won. So I got to choose the tattoo. And then this year, uh, actually, the Flamingo and I tied, and Big Red had to get a tattoo. We just did that one a couple weeks ago, but we had a great time. We're literally sitting in the tattoo shop while he's getting tattooed, recording the part. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. This is great. So we'll have to go back and take a listen That's to these. That's amazing. Now, Roxy, the important part about that entire interview, I feel like, is what'd you call it? Pool Fridays? Pool Fridays, yes. Pool Fridays. So we've heard of the Littles crashing weddings. I think oh, maybe we might have to, yeah. Okay. Crash a pool Friday. Don't pay no attention to that, Cam. <laughs> we're we're going to just put that hey, in our... And you could say it was a crash, but literally anybody's welcome. In All fact, right. they have Pool Fridays when we're not here. So that even oh better. Careful what you wish for, That's sir. Amazing. <laughs> we have quite a few listeners. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> well, Cam, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to meet the Littles. This has been fantastic. Now, you know our show. We can't let you get away without some fun, dumb questions. Yes, I'm, I'm well aware. And just the fact that when I write into the show and I'm going to be able to say Chuck and Roxy number, yep. I mean, I actually, maybe that'll be my next tattoo. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I like that. That's a good idea. That's amazing. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. Def- definitely write back to us if that happens. Yes. Send pictures. The whole nine yards. We might even have you in studio for that. Yeah, if, maybe. Uh, if, that's, if that's the case. So, uh, all right, Roxy, start us off. All right. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? It's butter pecan, but the pecans have to be right. I've had some butter pecan where the pecans aren't good, and I think uh, it ruins the whole ice cream. Uh. So, and then I would tell you, and a very, a very, very close second would be mint chocolate chip. Nice. Okay. Awesome. All right. Actually, I think this one could be interesting. What is your favorite family tradition? I guess the simplest one would probably be when the 17 times and hopefully more that the Steelers play a year is a pretty big event. I mean, the flags have to go out that morning. The jerseys go on right before kickoff. And anytime the Steelers score, we play the Pittsburgh Steeler polka, and which then involves us getting up. We don't polka, but we do a little dance and we clap and uh, I didn't realize the impact that that was until my now five-year-old. I guess she was four throughout most of the season. Anytime they score, like she gets up and starts, you know, clapping and, and doing the same thing <laughs> that I'm doing. And my wife points out, and I said, "Well, this is part of her heritage. I mean, she she was born in this. Her middle name's Still, so right. she really didn't have a choice. But right. she'll come up with this, like a question every once in a while, and I'll hear, Daddy, do you like Deontay or Kenny Pickett better?'" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just say that's good parenting. Yeah, I mean, right? that's just that's I, I, it's a proud moment. But, uh, yeah. So either that or that, she had she one. broke something you haven't discovered yet, <laughs> and she's just trying to butter, butter you, you up. up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's she's real good at that. I mean, <laughs> I don't, she I I wrote into the show the one time, and Miss Tony read the the email of how she was telling she wanted the class to sing the monkey song. Oh, right. And, uh-huh. and it, it was quite the adventure while she was talking about Johnny Walker Blue and a monkey that smokes in uh, pre-K. <laughs> Absolutely. So Start them off right. So good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next, Roxy? All right. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? You know, I think the one I would want to do the most is the ski jump. Mm-hmm. Because I just think that that is amazing Yeah. how far they can jump on those skis it's just it's just something i'll never be able to do yeah i guess Land. real, real close to that, that would be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah the landing but the skis are so long and everything yeah. like that is something just amazing i watch it what once every four years yeah. when it's on you watch it and it just blows my mind how they do that same and i love the shape that they make when they're soaring through the sky soaring. like it's so cool yep. yeah it's so cool. yes it is all right if you could host saturday night live who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Probably Garth Brooks. Oh, okay. He, cool. He, he's a uh, he's a, a favorite here. I, best concerts I've ever seen have his rank up there. So I would probably say Garth. Excellent. Nice. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Uh, I'd probably go to work and see what they're saying about me. Yeah, fly on the wall. <laughs> That's mine. Uh-huh. I agree 100%. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'd go but to work, I I, but... But I think it would have been better when I was a principal and, yeah. and be able to go into the classroom and hear what the kids were saying about me. Yeah. Because oh, that yeah. would just have given me all kinds of fuel and material for a number of years, I would think. <laughs> right, right. Nice. All right, Roxy, let's end with some rapid fire, shall we? Star Wars or Star Trek? If I had to choose one, it'd be Star Wars. Okay. Okay. All right, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Always, always, you can't go wrong with right. the show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we know some that don't feel that way. We do, but, yeah. But we understand. The majority of yes. Yeah, I taught say. middle school five years. Right. And an administrator went for several. So the arranged jokes is right up my alley. Yeah. Yep. Good for business, as yep. Noah yes. Petra has said. Good for business. All right. Well, Cam, can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Take a second, plug everything, tell everyone how you can be gotten in touch with if you want to be gotten in touch with. Chuck Marks, I want to thank you. This has been just a, a great time. And the best part of this is, is when we're done, I have to, don't have to do any editing. So that's what I'm most excited about. But just plugging our podcast, talking in the driveway, you can get that wherever you get your podcast. It's, you know, it's the same old place, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You can go to talkingthedriveway.com where you can learn about the show. There's also a contact form where you can email us or you can email us directly at talkingthedriveway at gmail.com. Now, just to be clear, is it talking? In the driveway or talking in the driveway? Talking with the ING. With the ING. Okay, just want to make sure. Because a lot of times when you say it fast, it so- sounds like you're talking in the driveway. I just want to make yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. Well, thanks again, Cam, for coming on to Meet the Littles. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Uh, over. All right, perfect. Well, thanks again, Cam, for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. Thank you. Let's to you. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Gordy in San Diego, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. 
Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Cam, for coming on to meet the Littles. I don't know what to say here, uh, Littles. Um, I've got this creepy little baby sitting next to me now. And Roxy's wearing a Café du Monde hat from the original French market coffee stand it's a paper hat it's a paper hat oh i should have threw my beads on oh there were beads involved (laughs) she's burying the lead littles did you earn those beads roxy be honest heck no what heck no roxy did not earn they were decorations in our house and the last day i was like i'm gonna take some of these i think we could still say that right (laughs) i don't don't even know anymore (laughs) i don't know what the protocol in new orleans is anymore in today's age but so you didn't earn your beads well, you paid you paid for the room, so I guess if they were in the room. Oh yeah. 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 Did you notice if the toilet paper was over? What? Oh, you know what? I did notice something about toilet paper somewhere. I hope that it was there. That would be. It nice. was there. Okay. It That's must great. have been in one of the bars. I don't remember, but there was definitely toilet paper, and okay. I took note of it. <laughs> That's great. Let's get into a few things before we get to our emails. One of the things was I teased a couple weeks ago. I wanted to talk about. Now, this is not just for them. It was IT Spectrum Internet, and I'm probably going to jinx this because it's probably going to blow up in my face. (laughs) But our lease is coming up for renewal. Yeah. And so, of course, our year ended with the Internet, stuff like that, and we Mm -hmm. have Spectrum. I'll stop saying Spectrum because it's not – it's really – any company. This could be anything. But the it just – They all do it. It irritates me to no end. I don't understand why – some people can do something for you and others can't. And I'm not talking about a manager to a sub manager or whatever. Right. This is just like associate to associate. I mean, well, actually, I'm going to go this far and say a manager was very unhelpful. And then just some random associate on the phone was like, oh, I can do that for you. Oh, yeah. Weird. I, I don't That's understand. Right. Basically, what happened, Littles, was because of a guy that hooked us up last year when we renewed. He gave us some extra something that we didn't know about. And apparently and he wasn't supposed to give us. And he wasn't but, supposed to do that. You know, that's not our fault. Right. I, I was like, how is that on me right now? And right. they were trying to raise our bill 40 or $50 a month. Yeah. And I was like, what? That can't be right. I'm yeah. like, I get inflation. I get, you know, sure. things go up. Right. But for, I think it was 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you? In, that's it was crazy. a lot. It seemed like a lot. So I just, I went over to, usually I'm thinking, I'm going to go over to the place. It's not that far from us. It's probably yeah. like five blocks away. So yeah, I'm like, go I'm going to walk person. over. Yeah, go in person and, and have a friendly, nice conversation. I didn't, you know, we didn't get crazy or anything. Right. But she was like, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. You, you, yeah, and she like, was the one that told you that he wasn't supposed to do that last yeah, year. Yeah, she was like, yeah, apparently this, uh, she's like t- tapping on her computer and like, oh, oh. And I'm like, what, what? And she's like, well, you're not supposed to have what you have now. And I was like, okay. Are you going to take it away? She's like, well, no, I'm not going to take it away. But that's why, you know, she's like, so, you know, that's why I can't do anything for you now. And then, of course, she did this, though. She's like, unless you want to change your cell phone provider and I can give you two line, two cell phones Heck no. for 30 bucks a month. And then, she and then said that I will lower you, your cable bill. And then didn't she say she could give us a landline? We already have a landline, but we don't have anything hooked up to it. Right. So what's the point it's of just, having another one? It's no. one of those things where apparently if they add something to your package, it will actually lower the amount. It's so weird. It's so weird. But like I said, when it was being raised up 50 bucks, I was like, no, something, we need to do something. Yeah. And she couldn't, and she held, fa- it was like a standoff in the store. Oh, I know. And I was like, I'm so, so glad I wasn't there so, and that you only told me about it. Well, I was like, so I'm, I'm going to have to just out. cancel. And I'm like, so you're telling me you want me to cancel. And she's like, well, no, I'm not telling you. I'm like, well, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll go to somebody else. I'm like, you mean to tell me? And of course, we don't know if we can go to anyone else. We don't know. I think they have your hands tied. I don't think there's other services that go to this apartment building. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know how that works. But maybe. 
So I called her bluff. She was semi-helpful. She said, well, you can call this number and talk to this. I forget what department she said. And she said, maybe they can help you. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I did that. They were unhelpful. But then when I got reconnected to some other nice lady, uh, (laughs) we had a great conversation. She used to live in New York. She's not there anymore. And we just started talking about stuff. And she within like sex, she's like, oh, no, I'm going to take that off. I'm going to take that off. Blah, blah, blah. So she, of course, said last month, this is why I said I'm going to jinx it. But last month she said, when I talked to her, she said, I'm going to like take this off. And it actually your bill's lower now. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, okay, when I got the actual bill, though, it was actually $15 higher than it was. That I was fine with. Yeah. And if it stays there, I will be fine. fine. I won't say another. I understand things go up. I do. It's not a problem. We but can afford it. But didn't she say it won't reflect right away? I hope so. I, I haven't gotten uh, the month just changed over. Uh-huh. So we're about to get the bill. So yeah. we'll see. But yeah. what I don't understand is if you call one day and they're unhelpful, you could call back the next day. And they could be super helpful. Super helpful. D- same status. Right. It's not like I said, let me talk to your manager. Yeah, or Representative, right. you know, right. that kind of thing. And that's what blows my mind. And I, I just think if, it's unfair. I wonder if the salespeople on the office were like that. Maybe. Where that they would give it. deals. Why some can't of them I get would paper? give deals and some of them wouldn't. Why can't I get paper? I'm curious. All right, Roxy, let's move on. <laughs> They're tired of hearing about our Spectrum bill. <laughs> anyway, needtoknowfacts.com. Mm-hmm. We haven't done one of these in a while. The inventor of the Pringles can had his ashes buried in one. That's smart. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Well, I have an interesting side story, and I think I might have told it way back a long time in the podcast. Frederick J. Bauer, I think is how you say it, the inventor of the famous Cylinder Pringles potato chip packaging system, was so proud of his invention that he insisted that when he died, he would be cremated and buried in a Pringles can. He died May 4th, 2008. May the 4th be with you. At the age of 89 years old, and his family stayed true to his wish, burying his ashes in a Pringles can so that he could live out his afterlife in his proudest invention. I wonder what flavor it was. It's <laughs> a good question. Is that rude? No, I, no, I don't think it's rude. It's a great question. I just never would have thought no, of it. No, that's awesome. I'm guessing the original. Uh, that's my guess. Probably. I yeah. I wonder if we could yeah. do a contest around that. Probably not. Who can guess what the inventor of the Pringles can, what and flavor? And is that information out there? Is probably. that answer out there? Or we could probably get in touch with one of his relatives. Maybe. They would know. Say, hey, we're Chuck and Roxy, episode 55. <laughs> Can we find out where your grandfather, what kind of Pringles candy was buried? No, my story is when I was in high school, we were at a parade, uh, one of our marching band. Okay. So it was like a field trip for the, yeah. the band. Okay. One of the guys, he was a trombone player, and he, <laughs> kind of an idiot. Well, you know, instead of tilting the can back to let the Pringles rush down to the end, I guess maybe you could maybe drop some or something. I don't know. He reached his whole hand Got into the stuck. can. Now, this is back in the day when the rims at the top were metal. Couldn't get his hand out. And they were trying and they're pulling. And butter? uh, I don't think we had butter. We were in the middle of like getting ready to start a parade. (laughs) So we were in the middle of like, you know, whatever, a street, you know, no, there was no butter around. (laughs) And but no, seriously, because it was metal, it was cutting, and his his wrist was bleeding. Oh and shoot! The top of his hand, he right where like play? where the thumb is. Yeah, because he couldn't get it out. Was there an understudy? There's no what? what? This Swing? isn't a play. This is a, a, well, a marching band. That'll show the them, right? You're missing the point of the story, Roxy. <laughs> so no, but seriously, the parents wrote a very stern letter to the Pringles company, and within the year. That's when they started making them. They were no longer no metal. No more metal. Whatever it was, plastic or whatever yeah. the rim. Whatever it is, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
He changed the. I wonder if the inventor knows that he must. Well, and if because this is years after it was invented. And if the band leader was smart, he would have taken no, that. No, the kid or was she fine. The kid marched. Said, in, they what they did was they had to get wire cutters. Yeah, but if and he they was chopped it that way, and then they got it released. He did the parade. It wasn't. I'm not saying his arm was gushing with blood, Roxy. I'm and just he saying he couldn't perform. Like he no, could he perform. perform. Okay. He did perform. <laughs> You're missing the point of the story. <laughs> I mean, the point of the story is the poor guy that buried himself in a Pringles can, but I yeah. don't know. Anyway, that's your needtoknowfacts.com <laughs> for this episode yep. of the Loyal Littles podcast. Did we mention August 5th is Summer of Littles? Go to summeroflittles.com. I mean, don't forget to do that. That's very important. And then a month later, one month to the day after. La Cheeserie. La Cheeserie Part night. Two. Syracuse Mets. Don't forget yes. that. All right, Roxy, should we get to some of the emails? Okay. All right, we just, well, let's just do a few today. Why don't you do the first one? Okay. And you'll see why in a second. Oh, I see it. Oh, you see it. I okay. see it. All right. Chuck and Roxy, I have been going through your podcast from both ends recently. I typically always start a new podcast from episode one, but I had to start listening to the new ones so that they were more relevant. You are doing such a good job, and now I can hear the voice with the name. And can we pause there for a second? That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. That was exactly how I came up with the idea. Yeah. I wanted to hear the voice. I want, you know, from the people I was seeing on Facebook and yeah, sure. hearing the emails on Tony's show. Yeah. yeah but exactly. he goes on to say, which is weird because a lot of the associations I have with the bigs on TK's pod is I recognize the voice on it first and then the name. I have been listening to TK since the mid 90s with Andy Poli. Andy Polky. Is that what it says? It says Andy Polky. Okay. He's got different names. <laughs> Dan and Kip and have never stopped. In fact, recently after going through some old boxes, I found a college freshman English essay that was based off of TK's bandwagon columns. I was a little before I ever knew I was a little. Keep up the great work. La cheeserie. Jonathan P. Here we go. Just do it. Steps. Dan Shapansky. Okay, we're going to go with Shepansky? that. We butchered it. We apologize. We're I'm going to say Shapansky, Shapansky episode TVG. Okay. Now, there are a lot of letters here What's to make up the sh. So it's S-Z-C-Z-E-P-A-N-S-K-I. That'd be a great Scrabble word if it was allowed. That is I'm a sure great. It's not. What was his first name again? Jonathan. Jonathan. So Jonathan, reach out to us. Go to our website. LoyalLittlesPod.com. And tell us you want to be a guest. We hope you do because we, we want to meet do. you. Yeah, so definitely. come on the podcast so we can get the pronunciation so we'll know for future. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to go Jonathan S. Yes. That's what I'm going with. Yes. So. All right. All right. Then we heard from you know who. Dear Choxy, I've heard Roxy pledge her undenying love for potato chips in her peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Now, this is great because Roxy <laughs> hasn't even heard this yet. <laughs> It's quite possible I've never heard her be more bossy about a topic as this one. <laughs> I sense the frustration that not too many people are on board with jamming potato chips in their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I heard it in her voice, and I'll admit it. I simply wouldn't consider trying it. What? Come <laughs> However, on. browsing the junk food aisle, as one does, at the gas station convenience store, yep. I noticed something that made me think of Roxy. It says, I'm going to read it exactly. It says, Rhesus, good luck saying that correctly, Chuck, <laughs> makes a big cup with potato chips. And of course, it's only available in the king size. Now, you're going to hate this because I think you know this. Roxy does not like the peanut butter and chocolate combo. I do. Anyway, he then goes, because I aspire to please the hosts of this show, I purchased it and in the name of Roxy, sampled it. Oh. Initially, I was disappointed because the chips are basically crumbs. They are not the full chip. They were ridged, 
That's what she said. But they were crunchy. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was shocked how subtle they were for something packing such a crunch. After flushing my arteries, I found myself very pleased with the idea of chips in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. My only reservation is that I stopped eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when I was nine. Chalk really? This Chalk this up as a win for Roxy. Episode 178, A-B-T-A-H-S. Okay, but that must be so challenging. I mean, unless maybe you're allergic, but then there's like sun butter, there's almond butter. I mean, it's not the same, but it at least gives you the idea. But Lay's potato chips. Those aren't the rigid ones. Not the rigid ones. No, just the regular. The regular Lay's potato chips. The ones chips. that basically crumble you when you touch them. You know what I also used to do with my potato chips? Me and my brother, we used to, my mom would make us Kool-Aid. Uh, you used back, to dip them in the Kool-Aid? And we used to dip them in the Kool-Aid. That's so funny. I dip graham crackers in Kool-Aid. Oh. I dip, yeah. I dip graham crackers in almost anything. I'm a dipper, by the way. For those, <laughs> That's what she said. What, was, was, was it Brandon the one that wanted to meet us more? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Brandon, you're getting a new... Here we go. I'm a dipper. I love to dip any dunk, dip, whatever you want to call it. You know yeah. that. Granola bars, yeah, anything. Yeah, you do. In my coffee. You're a dunker. I'm a dunker. Dipper, dunker. Dipper, dunker. Um, and fun fact, the flavor of Kool-Aid that we loved and would always have was Purple Source Rex, which they discontinued, but my mom so found- So grape? Is that what you're saying? No, it wasn't grape. <laughs> it was Purple Source Rex, and my mom figured out that if you put, I think it was two grape packets to one lemon packet, that created Purple Source Rex. What? It was either two grape to one lemon or two lemon to one okay. grape. I now think it was the two grape to one lemon. Let's go to what your question was earlier. Now, what flavor potato chips? Just regular or barbecue? Oh, yeah, regular. I mean, regular I can't imagine la- like a sour cream Regular Lay's potato chips, that yellow bag. And then you dip that in your Kool-Aid. Just a little dunk. Just a little dunk. Just so all the salt little. runs into the Kool-Aid. No, just a quick little. Well, that's what I mean. That's basically what's happening. And then you put it in your peanut butter Wait, and, and then you put it in the sandwich? sandwich? I'm sure I did that. Oh, I thought you meant you just ate it then. No, I did, but oh, okay. I'm, sure I, tr- I'm sure I tried that too. Roxy, you had a weird childhood. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> thank you. Luckily for us, for me, I should say, we're out of time. So <laughs> we'd like to thank Jason Cameron for we coming. We will not do better the next time. What? We will not do better the next time. <laughs> But we thank you, Jason Cameron, for coming on to meet the... Oh, wait, I'm just supposed to say Cam, right? Yeah. But he outed himself. So he I'm, did, but that's okay. Okay, so thank you, Cam, for coming on to meet the Littles. I've actually checked out his podcast. Yeah. Talking in the driveway thing. Yeah. It's good. And speaking of, Roxy, what's your favorite lunch meat? My favorite lunch meat? Yeah. Well, I'm if I'm going to make a Sammy, it's provolone, salami, and turkey no, with a lot of one. mustard. You get one. One? You get one. Okay, okay salami. So salami. I guess if it's a meat, if it's a you cheese provolone. You see the provolone. attitude she's showing while she's saying that. Salami. <laughs> salami. All right. Okay. I don't even know what mine would be. I guess roast beef. That's yeah, you guess. like roast beef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll do top five on this podcast. Okay. We'll just steal it from another podcast okay. that we've heard of. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for coming on to meet the little cam. And Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything is there. You know it. Everything. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget, if you listen to us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, please do not forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. We really appreciate it. And remember, if you need a grip for your stick. Go to stickgrip.com. That's important, Roxy, because softball season's back. It is. Baseball season is is. back. And golf is getting in a full swing. The Masters are coming up. And we did take two out of three from Baltimore, Mm -hmm. so that was nice Mm -hmm. in the Red Sox. But Mm -hmm. then we end up losing to Pittsburgh, which is just, ugh. Anyway, good for you all, you pirate fans. And also remember, Roxy, if you need a book. Go to aaronsbooks.com. And don't forget to use the code for 15% off. 15%. In the comment section. LL 
Well, pod. Use the code, people. Don't be a dope. Bye. Daddy, do you like Deontay or Kenny Pickett better? podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Maybe that'll be my next tattoo.
Oh, yeah.